the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast, where we help agents get their first five deals. Well, hello. I am so happy you decided to tune in today because we're talking about something that I don't think many people talk about. And it's a big problem in our industry because a lot of people get into this business, real estate, and don't make it because they have another job and they don't have a plan and they don't have anybody telling them how to leave one to become the other. So if you have a corporate or any other type job while also have a real estate license, but have the dream to become a full-time real estate agent, let that be your focus. Let that be what funds your life. Then this episode is for you. Now, make sure you go back and listen to the right previous episode to this one where we talked about what a dual career agent is and real truth about how you have to transition and that you're never just going to trade dollar for dollar. It's just not going to work like that, that there will come a point in time when you will have to make a decision to take a leap of faith off the cliff of your job and trust that you have a parachute on your back and a support structure in place to help you land that plane, land softly into a real estate career without crashing and burning, okay? That's not what we want. So let's talk about this. Here at Game Changer Realty, we believe in helping dual career agents that want to transition to create a transition plan. A transition plan is not a plan that says, when I'm making $100,000 in real estate, I will quit my $100,000 job. There is no such plan. However, a transition plan does say that when X happens, I will turn in my two weeks notice. And the transition plan comes with a full-fledged resignation letter that you sign and date because that signature and that date signifies that you're serious about making this transition. All right, so how do we do this? The first thing that we want to do is we want to understand, you have to understand what it costs you to stay alive. You have, let's just say, a job right now making $100,000 insert whatever your salary is right now, whatever you're making, insert that. Do you actually need that amount of money to survive? Because if you're trying to replace 100 grand, but you're really living on 50, could you scrimp and tighten that belt just a little bit in the short term to get you where you want to go? So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to really get clear about your monthly budget. What does it cost you to live pay for your family, put food on the table, keep the lights on, the mortgage paid, the car payment, insurance, all the things that you know keep you alive. What is the bare minimum that you are required to have on a monthly basis to survive? Take that number and get very clear about it. If you have to dig up some financials, if you've got to go to your bank statements, whatever you need to do, get clear on that number. It's generally speaking the same number every month. You probably spend the same amount of money. Now, when you look at that, is there anything you can cut in the short term? Listen, you want to get you where you want to go. It's going to take some sacrifice. You can either decide to stay in your corporate job, making all the money you want and feeling super satisfied with your big fat paycheck, or you can decide to take a short-term risk that's going to get you where you want to go, or you can get an even fatter paycheck one day down the road. It's going to set you up for freedom. So yes, you are going to pull back the rubber band in order to release yourself. Yes, you're the rubber band, by the way. So where can you scrimp? Where can you cut? What can you do to make this monthly nut less monumental? (laughs) Because so many people think, oh, I need all this money to survive. You may actually not. 
So let's take a real hard look at what you need on a monthly basis. Get clear about that. That's step number one. And then the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to assess your risk tolerance. If you are a high risk person, meaning you'll take a risk and you know you're going to come through for yourself, I want you to assign yourself the number three. If you're a medium risk person, you know, you're like, well, I can take risk as long as I know all of the exit strategies involved. And I'm okay with some risk, but I really just need to understand what I'm working with and I need to have a plan. Okay, something like that. I want you to assign yourself a number two. And if you are a low risk person, like really low risk, I want you to assign yourself a number one. Okay, these are going to make sense in just a moment. A low risk person is someone who's like, I don't take risks. I like knowing where my money's coming from and I like knowing where it's going. And I am, I cannot sleep at night if I'm not confident everything's taken care of. Somewhere between low risk and high risk is where you rank yourself. I want you to just think about when it comes to taking a big, a big bold move to quit your job and become a full time real estate agent, it's going to require risk any way you slice and dice this thing. So are you a three, two, or one? Okay. So go ahead and assign yourself a number. And the last thing that we're going to do on this episode is we are going to take that number and decide how much money you need to have saved up in order to pull the plug on your on your job. Now, if you're a high-risk person, you gave yourself a number three. If you're a number three, high-risk, you don't mind risk, you live for risk, you're a three, I want you to take whatever your monthly income number is and multiply it by three. Three. It's three months. Okay, you're going to get three months. What is three months worth of income in a bank account look like? Three months that you can live. Okay, if you're a medium risk person, I want you to multiply it by six. So if you're a number two, I want you to multiply that monthly number by six. So that's six months. So if your number is whatever your number is, multiply it by six. That is your monthly monthly number to survive times six. That's six months worth of income. If you're a very low risk person, I want you to multiply. If you're number one, these are my these are my scary people. These are people that are scared. I get it. I, I'm I'm pretty risk averse sometimes too. I want you to multiply your monthly necessary survival number by nine. So if you're number one, multiply by nine. Now that's nine months worth of income sitting in a bank account. Okay. So if you're high risk, you've got three months of income sitting. If you're medium risk, you're six months. And if you're low risk, you're nine months. You just need to know those numbers. So the homework for this episode, because I like to keep these episodes at about the time I'm at right now, bite-sized pieces. So for this transition plan, take the time to go and figure out how much you need to survive and then multiply that monthly number by three, six, or nine, depending on your risk tolerance and come up with that number. What is that number? All right, so work on that. Talk to your significant other, your family about what that number is. Look at your finances. Let's just do this in a bite-sized chunk. And then what we're gonna do in the next episode is I'm gonna show you what to do with that next. So I'm definitely leaving you hanging, but I know you've got some homework to do. So make sure you come back and visit with me next week and I will tell you what we're gonna do next. See you then. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our library of great resources for you at GameChangerRealty.com.